Hi friends, welcome to the podcast. We live in a world where truth is relative and feelings are ultimate. But in John chapter 14, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You see, both freedom and life are found in truth. They're found in God's word. And that's why on this podcast, we remain rooted in scripture. Despite what culture might say, what our opinions might be, or how we might feel, we look to the word of God to be our foundation of truth. You're listening to the Truth Talks podcast, so let's talk some truth. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Truth Talks podcast. My name is Caroline, and I'm so glad you've tuned in to today's episode. Today's episode is going to be kind of the final episode in this little feelings series, we'll call it. Um, it's going to be a short episode, pretty brief, but I think it's important to discuss nevertheless. So I know last week we kind of talked about how, man, we have the tendency to make our feelings ultimate. And from that, like when we believe in our feelings or our opinions more than we believe in the truth of scripture, man, we start to believe lies about who God is. We start to believe lies about who we are. Um, and it really kind of keeps us enslaved and in bondage to our emotions and our feelings ultimately. And and we kind of talked like, okay, how do we, how do we battle the lies that, that come at us? How do we battle the lies that the enemy tells us that our our emotions tell us? And, and how do we, how do we combat that? Um, and so if you didn't listen to that episode, I would definitely encourage you to go back, um, and listen to that because it's something that I think is, is really important. Um, and we also talked about how, man, man, Jesus has called us to a life of, of abundance and a life of freedom. And that the cross not only freed us, or now the cross not only forgave us of our sins, but freed us from them. And so how do we walk in that freedom and abundant life that we are called to? But despite us talking about a lot of things in the last episode, I don't think that's the only problem that um, comes to fruition when we do put our feelings and opinions as ultimate. And one thing that I think that we do is we, we try to change truth in and of itself. Or we just kind of choose which truth in the Bible we want to believe. And, and you see this with not even biblical issues. You, you see this kind of movement in our culture, which is like the, the your truth, my truth movement. And honestly, like, what, what, what does that even mean? Your truth, my truth. I mean, truth is truth, no matter how you feel about it. We don't all get to create our own truth. But I, I, I see us doing that in biblical issues. I see us doing that... Um, in in cultural issues as well and it's like man like as believers we have been given one truth like one absolute truth and that's the bible it is god's word and so i think we we get trapped and and we approach these um cultural issues or we approach these biblical issues from first of how do I feel about this or what do I think about this topic and we don't first say okay well what does God's word have to say about this topic and so we come at it from a position of our emotions or opinions rather than coming at it viewing it through the lens of biblical scripture and so we've become a a culture and a people that um, allows our feelings to inform our opinions which shapes our morality which then leads us to define truth through our feelings But I think as believers, since we have also fallen into this trap, I think there's something that we have to wrap our brains around. Um, 
it's that if your opinion is opposite to what the Bible says, then your opinion is wrong, not the Bible. I think we so often when we see um, something in scripture and we either don't agree with it or we don't like it, we automatically go, oh, well, then that means that either one, this truth just isn't good, two, I'm not going to believe this truth, or three, hmm, that can't really be what this means, so let me figure out a way to explain this truth away. We do this with cultural issues, biblical issues, and just even down to who God is. I mean, like, for example, if you cannot see God's goodness in a situation, that doesn't mean that God isn't good. That means that you just can't see it yet. And if, if you, there's a something in the Bible or some issue where you can't see how God's opinion on it, what God has authoritatively spoken over it, if you can't see how that is good, then it's your flawed perception. It's not that God's truth isn't good. It's not that God isn't good. We're the issue here. So it's our opinion that needs to be changed. Proverbs 28 verse 26 says that those who trust in themselves are fools. And Proverbs 3, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And, and guys, it's okay to wrestle with scripture. I mean, there are, there are hard truths that we have to kind of um, wrestle with that they're hard to digest. And thankfully, we serve a God who does wrestle with us, who does meet us in our doubt, who does meet us in our questioning. And he is so gracious to do so. And there have been times in my life where I have wrestled with the Lord over truths in the Bible for months and months. And, and the Lord kind of brought me to this place of realization of like, ultimately, it doesn't matter how I feel about God's truth. It matters that I submit to it. And that if I can't see how God's truth in a a situation is good, then it's my flawed perception because there's no flaw in him. And that's not an invalidation of our feelings. That's not saying that our feelings don't matter. It just means that ultimately, like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how I feel about God's truth. It doesn't matter if I necessarily... Um, would have chosen it that way. Like, I'm not God. At the end of the day, it matters that I submit to it, that I recognize that God has the authority to define what truth is, and I do not. And I think we've got to start from this place of, like, understanding who we are in comparison to God. I mean, although God is just this, he's this loving, gracious, merciful, forgiving father, like, he is God. I mean, he is so other than us. Like, we can't, our brains don't even have the capacity to understand how much bigger he is than us. I mean, the Bible says that his ways are not our ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts. I mean, our life in comparison to God, who holds eternity in his hand, like, our life is but a vapor in the wind. Like, we are so small in comparison to God, and I think we've got to start there. I'm going to read some scriptures throughout Job chapter 38, just just kind of, of just like putting it into perspective for us of like, who are we to tell God that he is wrong? Who are we to try to define and establish what truth is? And the Lord said, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who fixed its dimensions? Certainly you must know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? What supports its foundations? Or who laid its cornerstones while the morning stars sang together? Who enclosed the sea behind doors when it burst from the womb? When I made the clouds its garment and total darkness its blanket? When I determined its boundaries and put bars and doors in place? And when I declared, you may come this far but no farther? 
Have you ever in your life commanded the morning or assigned the dawn its place so that it may seize the edges of the earth and shake the wicked out of it? Have you traveled the sources of the seas or walked in the depths of the ocean? Have the gates of death been revealed to you? Have you seen the gates of deep darkness? Have you comprehended the extent of the earth? Tell me if you know all of this. I mean, God is so other. So who are we to tell God, oh, you know what, God, I don't really agree with this portion of your the Bible, so I'm just, like, not going to believe in that part. Or, God, I don't really think that this could really be what you meant because I don't see how this is loving or I don't see how this is good. So I'm just going to kind of twist the scripture or pull some verses out of context to support what I think. Man, and we and we do this all the time. Or, or when we're approaching controversial issues in the world, we don't even think, Man, what does God have to think about this? We don't even go to, to, to the Bible, or maybe we do, but we've pulled scriptures out of context and used them to support what we think. Have we ever stopped to actually ask the Lord, like, Lord, what do you think? And in these moments, what needs to change is our heart, not the Lord, not truth, which has been established since before we were even thought. And so I'm saying all this because it is a growing problem in our world. And, and, and it's a growing problem, especially, I feel like, within progressive Christianity. I mean, let, let's stop and think about what the word progressive means. Changing. So you're, you're changing God's truth. That just doesn't make sense, y'all. And we are called to hold firm. We are called to cling to the truth of God's word. Like, we, we either have to believe all of Scripture or none of it. In Second Timothy, it says that all Scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Like, we either believe that all Scripture was God-breathed or not. Like, we, we, we can't believe one part of the Bible while ignoring the other. Because the same scripture that tells me Christ died for my sins and that is the way to salvation is the same scripture that tells me all these things I don't want to agree with. How can you believe in one and have put your faith in one, not the other? Y'all, if we are not at the point where we are submitting to God's truth, acknowledging his authority, we are not living in freedom. And we are not seeing the goodness of God. Because yes, God's goodness is found in his love and his mercy and forgiveness. But it is also found in his truth, whether it is difficult for us to come to terms with or not. And so I'm warning you, be aware of how you allow your opinions and your feelings to shape God's truth. Be aware of when you're pulling passages out of context because it can completely change the meaning of a verse. Be aware of how the enemy will use your opinions and feelings to twist God's truth. I mean, I mean, the devil has showed himself to do so. We know that he is the father of lies. We know that one of his number one tap tactics is to twist truth. We even see that in his interaction with Jesus in Matthew chapter 4 when he's tempting Jesus in the desert. And he says, if you are the son of the God, then throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift up you up in their hands so that you will not strike a foot against, your foot against a stone. And Jesus replies, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. And so when we pull scripture out of context, when we, 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 we kind of twist it and we make it um, mean something completely different, 
And so know that the enemy will use the twisting of scripture against you. Recognize that your own feelings and opinions can, can create a tendency within you to pull things out of scripture, um, to, to twist truth in a way so that it ends up fitting what we already want it to be. It ends up fitting our created morality. And y'all, I, I, I see this happening, whether it be, you know, the, the roles for women in a church, the roles for women in marriage, um, abortion, homosexuality, all of these things, like um, the doctrine of election, and there's hard things in the Bible, and God invites you to wrestle with them. But we also have to have reverence and recognize God's authority over all of those situations. And even if we can't understand how, how what he has said about, the, about things is good, we have to believe that it is. Because how we feel isn't truth. Truth is truth. And further than that, we have tried to define what love is. We have tried to define what good is or mercy is. We don't get to define those things. God gets to define those things. God does. And he tells us what those things are in his word. And so I encourage you that whenever things come up in culture um, that are maybe a hard to, to navigate or there's truths in scripture that are hard to, to swallow, man, dive into the word. Don't sit there and rely upon your opinion or how you feel to inform you of what truth is or to, to shape right and wrong for you. We know the condition of the human heart. We can't rely on ourselves to do that. We look first to the word of God. And we rest in and we trust in that. And I promise you, there's freedom to be found when we submit our lives to the truth of the Bible. Because we either submit our lives to lies or we submit our lives to truth. And as believers, we know the truth, the ultimate truth. And so if I'm not submitted to scripture, I'm submitted to a lie. And you will walk under that yoke. Because God's word, what he has established as truth, is what he has said is good. It is what he has said is the way to abundant life. And when we think we know better, when we think, no, God, you don't, you don't really know. That part of the Bible, nah, not really. Man, we, we, we are choosing to walk outside of the abundance that God has called us to. So my prayer is that we would be a people submitted to the truth of the word. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope to see you back next week. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to the Truth Talks podcast. My prayer is that we would be a people whose lives are rooted in the truth of scripture. Make sure you share, subscribe, and repost the podcast so that we can continue to grow our community and be a generation that walks in truth and lives in love.